Greetings listeners, welcome to the WIP12 podcast. I'm your host, Raymond Rodeburg. And today we have a very fantastic episode with Olly, aka Headchime. He's one of our RAL YouTubers, hailing from England. And he mostly makes uh, content aimed at beginners and people who want to get into Infinity. So, Olly, welcome to the show. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, it's good to be on the show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'd love to have you here. Um, yeah, we're going to find a little bit more about uh, Ollie and his uh, YouTube mm-hmm. uh, content. And uh, But uh, our main event will be, the, uh, as the episode is called, the most humanistic of humans. We're going to talk about Vanilla Hakislam. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second faction uh, that I've uh, started with uh, over the years. And uh, Ollie knows all about. So, right, my yeah. my first faction. <laughs> Your first faction, so yeah, you know all about it. Um, so Ollie, can you uh, introduce yourself uh, to the listeners? Yeah, so um, obviously my name's Ollie. Um, my ITS name is Headshine. Um, I have been playing Infinity since about 2015, roughly, so about five or six years. Uh, I'm from England, and I mainly play Hack Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, I started Infinity like sometime during university, back way back when. Um, and yeah, I just never really looked back since. Really enjoyed the game. Started going to tournaments shortly afterwards, and yeah. and that was it for me. Yeah. So t- 2015. So you were uh, on, you were in the third edition, right? Yeah. Just about, yeah. Just about, yeah. Recently changed, yeah, I yeah. think. So, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, did you have any tabletop uh, experience before that? Or mm. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. Like, I, um, I played Warhammer when I was a kid, but mm. then um, I hadn't actually played any tabletop games for ages. So mm-hmm. I, I must have been, like, quite a few years. And then... I wanted to get back into a tabletop game, but I really didn't want to play Warhammer again. So mm-hmm. I was kind of looking around for a reasonably competitive tabletop game that wasn't like, you know, woefully broken. Um, <laughs> and I I think at the time people were playing, let me try and remember this correctly. I think at the time people were playing War Machine, X-Wing or Infinity. And I just picked Infinity. Yeah. Yeah, that's still, uh, I know in 2015, X-Wing and, and the War Machine were, uh, were major, major players, starting right. to turn to, in, into major players. So <laughs> to, to pick the smallest, uh, uh, what, did, what got you in? Uh, I think I was really attracted to the lore of Infinity. I thought it was quite interesting. Um, it seemed to me to be a little bit more interesting than some of the other you know games out there Mm -hmm. um and then i just kind of went on aesthetic to be honest so i looked at hackers alarm and i thought they looked kind of cool so i thought yeah i'll give it a try yeah um oh and the other thing of course is that like obviously infinity's always been reasonably cheap to to make a kind of force out of so i thought why not you know just give it a go and see if i like it or not and i did like it and that was it yeah, it's pro- yeah, it's easier to get in if you uh, only have to do like uh, 10, 50 models, which we workers always say, but it's a lie. Right, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shortly after, I ended up buying like everything in Hackenslam. But you know. <laughs> yeah, but but at least you got the feeling that you could start out small and uh, not have to buy a hundred models uh, just to uh, just to get in uh, in the door. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Like it's it's a very manageable game to get yeah. into. I think Infinity because you really you it is a lie to say you only need ten models because we know that everyone goes out and buys so many models. But there's nothing wrong with starting small. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you can definitely do that with this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have a few players in my meta that actually can keep it small, and I uh, I adore <laughs> them for it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you started out with Hakislam. Are there any, any yeah. other factions that you play? Um, I am actually one of those really weird people that, like, don't play many other factions. Um, so I play Hakislam. Mm-hmm. Um, I have played a bit of Ariadna. Not too much, just a little bit. I think I've taken them to one or two tournaments. Yeah. Um, and the last faction I play on a sort of semi-regular basis is NCA, Neoterra. Mm-hmm. Um and I picked Neoterra because I sometimes got a bit bored of playing like camouflage and impersonation and stuff. So I picked like the least subtle faction I could find. <laughs> Just bring me a big gun and shoot. Right, with exactly. It. Like <laughs> I think I really wanted to run the Swiss Guard. I mm. really wanted to play a Swiss Guard. So I, yeah. I started playing NCA a couple of yeah. years ago. Yeah, the, uh, if if you have Hakislam, there's there's nothing that comes near to a Swiss Guard. In, in, in yeah. the amount of points yeah. and also in, in the amount of skill that it brings. Definitely. Yeah. It was it was quite an interesting decision because when I first started playing Hack Islam like years and years ago, mm-hmm. their access to high ballistic skill was much worse than it is now. Yeah, like yeah. you were on kind of eleven or twelve on most units. Um yeah. and I I was getting really frustrated with having my MSV units shooting on 12s against a Swiss <laughs> on 15s. I was like, this is silly. It's really <laughs> silly. Like, even with the tool that I'm supposed to use to kill this thing, I can't kill this thing. So um, I picked up NCA just as uh, to learn more about, you know, Pano as a faction and yeah. to learn to, to get a different flavor of play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know from my uh, avid Pano players that once they start to go to Hakislam and, and, and such, and they're like, okay, I got whip 14 now, but my guns are... <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the best. No. Although it has changed, obviously. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It's changed. Um, well, um, uh, uh, are you trying to uh, uh, go from there? So you've got Hakislam and NCA now. Are you dabbling in uh, other stuff or planning other stuff? Um, so... I mean, I'm always testing out lots of new factions. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm playing O12 in the RAL uh, tournament right now, mm-hmm. um, finding them okay. So I pick things up and put them down again quite a lot, especially with Tabletop Simulator now. You know, you can just run a list and see how it works. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think if I were to properly invest and buy models, I've had my eyes on Combined or Yuqing for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um I really like both of those factions because they just seem incredibly well balanced. Like you seem to be able to do just about anything in both of them. So they seem yeah, quite sure. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the vanilla ones. Uh, yeah, you have so much uh, that you can yeah. do. And and with combined, you have some extra tricks that humans don't have. Like uh, Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I can understand. Uh, I play everything so that I'm, I'm right. <laughs> already over the edge so I can, can see where, yeah. where people are going for uh, different factions. Um, I, yeah, yeah. And and you, you, you make YouTube content for uh, for the RAL. So, uh, That's right. How did that came about? Um, so I think I've been writing my blog um, under Borak's Sun, which is a Hackerslam blog for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I started to realize that actually telling people about the game 
um, through written word is actually quite difficult. Mm -hmm. um, so, for example, explaining to people how classified decks through classified decks work through text is really difficult, but yeah. doing it through video is super easy. Mm -hmm. um, so, when everyone started kind of hopping onto Tabletop Simulator uh, last year, uh, I decided that it was a really good opportunity to start doing video content. Yeah. Um, and so I tested out a couple of videos and it worked really well. And then I contacted Pojan, you know, the Hack Islam player Pojan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and who, yeah, uh... we just decided to start working together then. Yeah. Cool. And, and, and how, how do you fare? How do, uh, how do you like it? Uh, I'm really, really enjoying it. I think it's really neat. Um, I think I thought for quite a long time, you know, when I first started playing Infinity, it was kind of me and the local Walker and a couple of other guys. And we used to just kind of practice first turn, for example, or just like plan out different moves and stuff when we were learning the game. Mm -hmm. um, and that was something that helped me to improve very, very quickly. And so the beauty of doing video content is that you can literally do that with people, you know, and yeah. just show them different moves and show them orders and, yeah. you know, demonstrate like positioning and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's been great, like yeah. really good. Yeah, I think that's, that's uh, and it's probably necessary because uh, a lot of those little interactions you can, especially as a veteran player, you, you see people make choices and you're like, all right, you never came into this situation because a veteran player would would take another another step like uh right. uh units with chain rifles coming in close and uh yeah. you're like uh, are you gonna dodge or are you gonna fire and sometimes yeah. people just keep dodging and are not expected to like you could probably maybe sacrifice someone to uh gun down that chain rifle and make it stop or it will fire right. for 10 rounds at you yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely this um really good example of that is like um yeah breaking a fire team right so that you yeah. can have some people shoot and some people discover yeah. um obviously you never want to do that but if you have to do it it's way better than having everyone die right yeah yeah, yeah. um and that's the kind of thing that's a little bit difficult to describe via text yeah, but on yeah. video yeah. it's super easy on video just to yeah. show that kind of thing you can show the situation that people can recognize it on the on the on the table yeah that's that's yeah. great stuff yeah yeah so uh uh, uh what what's 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 the future for you when uh, when when it comes down uh, to making this uh, content? What are what are you planning for the RAL? Uh, so that's actually quite an interesting question. I think because uh, truth be told, Persian and I have kind of been winging it for a little while, <laughs> just seeing like how it will go. Yeah. Um, we both really enjoyed doing the beginner content, so I think we're both going to keep doing that. Yeah. Um, but another thing that we've planned on doing is doing a kind of introduction to faction videos um mm -hmm. there are lots and lots of blogs that that have that kind of content um things like the dice abide come to mind immediately um yeah. they've done some pretty good content on it but um there's nothing on youtube so i thought we'd fill that niche and do something there i think i'm going to be working with cobra prime in a couple of weeks to do a kind of quick overview of literally every faction in the game oh, on nice. video yeah oh yeah and we're going to use the video format to show like lists and things so you can actually see like what it might look like on the table does mm -hmm. that make sense because that's quite you know useful yeah um so we're going to probably move into content that's a little bit more in-depth mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, one other thing that we've been thinking about as well, which we haven't done yet, so this is kind of insider info, but Ooh, a really cool yeah. idea we've had is... Yeah, um, here are your first people. So, you know, you know, in newspapers and stuff, they used to do the chess puzzles, right? Yeah. So they were like, you know, it's White's move, you've got to achieve a certain thing, you've got, you know, like four turns, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We thought we could do exactly that for Infinity. Oh, um, yeah. Using the video format, so we could be like, you know... This is a situation you're playing unmasking. Like, you need to press this button and kill this HVT. You've got four orders. Like, how would you do it? And then oh, yeah. we could use the video format to show people, like, how that might go, what the orders spent might look like. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems really, really neat. So I want to experiment with that. Oh, that would be great. Oh, that's fun. To have those kind of puzzles of what to, what to do in certain situations right. with the amounts of orders that you have. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah to 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 crack your brain because yeah, that's the that those are mostly the most clutch and uh, cool moments that I have in um, Infinity and mostly probably mostly the most boring for my opponent because it takes them five <laughs> minutes to think yeah. about the whole situation. <laughs> like how how can I, I do I this agree. thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it is really interesting because you know often. You come down to turn two or turn three, you're down a couple of orders, and mm-hmm. you've got to start making like the most efficient moves possible, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's so helpful to to talk through these puzzles and just say, you know, what's what's the most efficient way of approaching this yeah. situation? Yeah. Because basically, mostly after a game, I'm like, oh yeah, I did this, but now that I think about it, I should have done that. And right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We all do it, don't we? Yeah, yeah, we all do it. Yeah, that's that was that was keeping us coming uh, back to uh, playing and trying to uh, up our game every time we uh, we put our we put our minis on the board. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah, we have we have something to look forward forward to. That's that's lovely to have these kinds of puzzles uh, as as content. And uh, yeah, I, I wish you all the best and. Uh, I would love to see uh, all those uh, uh, factions on the table that you're you're planning to do with uh, with Cobra Prime. So, uh, yeah, lovely stuff. Yeah, thanks very much. I'm looking forward to it as well. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. So let's uh, let's go to our uh, our main event, and that's uh, mm-hmm. all about Hak Islam. Yeah. So um, yeah, the the setup I uh, use for uh, going to factions is let's let's give some general thoughts on on Hak Islam uh-huh. and. Go through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sure. So okay. Uh, so let's have a think. Yeah. Let's see the the good. What's the good? In, um. In vanilla okay. Hakislam? So, what is Hack Islam like all about? What works for them? So, the first thing that most people would say about Hack Islam um, is that they have amazing irregulars. So all of the kind of irregular dudes um, in Hack Islam have a legitimate niche. Um, mm-hmm. So you've got, for example, you've got the Kumbikers, yeah. um, one of the fastest units in the game, throw smoke very reliably. Um, you've got the character Kumbikers, like Zuleika, and um, uh, what's the other one? Oh, I've forgotten her name. That tells you a little bit about the units yeah, I'm playing yeah, in for. It's from funny. the two sisters, from Zamira and Zalaika, you want That's Zalaika, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think I ran um, Zamira a bit in N3, but right now in N4, yes, it's all about Zalaika. Um, so they're great. They're really good trading pieces. They're very good at getting stuck into camouflage markers and things because of the fact that you just like spend your impetuous to go all the way up the board and then trade with a chain rifle or something. It's yeah. great. Really, really good. Um, 
you've got your Ghazi classic units, um, very changed from N3, of course, which yeah. I think is reasonable given how they were. Yeah. Um, you, despite the fact that they have changed, they're still incredibly useful units. They are whip 15 irregulars, which is super handy. Actually, yeah. you'd be surprised how often that comes into play. Um, yeah, and, and uh, yeah. They're they're not the powerhouses that they were used to, but mm-hmm. I've now played a few games, especially with looting and sabotage and and mind wipe, and that they do not uh, run forward per se because of impetuous. Yeah, that with the one with the jammer, if you can stick it next to an objective, it can guard it. So with his mm-hmm. jammer, and 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 that's pretty nasty if you want to blow up an AC two or uh, yeah. or or get a rogue AI out of. Uh, uh, blown up out of a, out of a computer system. So, yeah, definitely, I agree. They're um, they're change, but they're still very good zone control yeah. units. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they 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 they're pretty good some defense. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. I think one of the popular profiles right now is the nine point one that has an emirat because yeah. EM weapons are amazing right yeah, now in yeah. M four. Um, being able to take one for nine points is just silly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, very good, very good kind of controlling of of small short range areas yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what else? You've got your Dilami, of course, the infiltrating single use camo dudes um, with the Panzerfaust. Mm-hmm. They got much better in N4. Um, it's funny how Corvus Belli made Gazi worse and Dilami much better. <laughs> um, uh, really, really good units. Again, like great at trading. So you've got the templates on their shotguns, or even you know you can sacrifice him by throwing a Panzerfaust at something. If it hits, great. You've probably yeah. just killed Joan of Arc. I have done that before. Yeah. Um, if it misses, you don't care. You know. Yeah. Um, it, so all of these yeah. irregular troops have a niche, right? They're all really, really good in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Especially Delami. Even if it not, doesn't kill stuff, it takes orders to pass them. And oh, yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. it can protect your zone so well. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things that these irregulars do really well is just taxing orders. They yeah. just kind of force the opponent to waste time, yeah. and that's really handy. Um, so then moving on a little bit, Hackerslam is also quite well known for playing kind of tricks. So you've got your impersonation in the Fide. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the character Fide, Al-Jabel, who's really terrifying because he has fire ammunition on his weapons, which yeah. is really good, or continuous damage, I guess, now in N4. Yeah. Um, so that's fantastic. You've got good camouflage in the Al-Hawar and the Fajan, things like that. So um, really nice midfield presence a lot of the time in Hakazlam between the Dailami, the Al-Hawar, um, maybe a Fide. If you've been a bit conservative with the placement, yeah. you're going to have a lot of stuff in the midboard. And that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As an uh, Ariadna player, I can recognize what Hakazlam can do. And uh, Right. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> we got our own Dalamis now in the form of the Metros with Panzerfaust, and I'm uh, mm-hmm. really digging that. So, yeah, uh, I can see, it's, uh, yeah. It's a really neat strategy, like just having access to that much forward deployment and those units that, yeah. um, I mean, what's really special about them is that the opponent has to respect them. You know, there are a lot of like five or six point units with chain rifle that most troops can now can ignore, particularly mm-hmm. heavy infantry. They just don't care. Yeah. But, but that's not the case for Dilami. You can't just ignore them. No. Um, and it's it's really good. Um, so, yeah, lots of mid-board presence, which is very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, the last thing that the faction's really well known for as an, a kind of identity are the light infantry. So the dudes that kind of have lower armor values, um, mm-hmm. 
not necessarily one wound because you've got a couple now with NWI, so they can yeah. take a hit and keep going. Um, yeah, but they do yeah. tend to have low armor. Yeah. Um, things like the Mukhtar, the Nahab, um, you know, a couple of other pieces mm-hmm. are just very, very useful and really solid. You know, yeah, um, really good. Yeah, because yeah. because uh, yeah, a lot has changed, especially if you if you go into a ten-year period which I was playing Hak Islam is like how the lists have changed and how much has come uh, come in. Um, like I know from 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 the earlier days, like if you want to wanted a good 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 gunfighter uh, with reasonable chances, also with MSV, you go for a, a Janbazan. Um, but then uh, the the uh, Tariq Mansouri came about uh, in his S5 form, and you were like, "Ah, oh, that's also a good gunfighter." So you saw uh, him being uh, the 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 Jambazan being replaced uh, by Tariq, and then the Maktar came in, so people were flipping to the Maktar again. So uh, where are we now uh, with uh, what's what's the favorite gunfighter now in in in, in N4? Um, what's the favorite gunfighter in N4? Um, that's quite an interesting question i mean i can't speak for every hack islam player uh, of course but i do see the muktar taken a lot mm-hmm. um it's really really efficient for the points you pay bs 13 mimetism um i this is a little bit controversial but i think that the red fury is overestimated um mm-hmm. there's a lot of armor out there at the moment and the yeah. red fury does lack the damage to yeah. punch through it um but the msv2 is amazing so if yeah. you want to hunt camouflage it hunts camouflage that's what that profile does yeah. very reliable gun against the lower armor targets um against yeah. tougher things you've got the viral rifle on the muktar which is also pretty good i mean they've got forward deployment and you can cautious move six inches so it's not as though it's hard to get within rifle range yeah. um so that's a really good gunfighter as well um yeah. then you've obviously got the asawira which is a recently changed profile um mm-hmm. and the interesting thing about the Asawira is they swapped the Spitfire it had before to an AP Spitfire and that's fantastic because obviously in N4 you know we're seeing a lot of tags we're seeing a lot of heavy infantry so yeah. to have a reasonably cheap source of AP ammo is very very useful um I do think the Asawira is a little less reliable in vanilla because you can't fire team it so it does frenzy after you know a kill mm-hmm. yeah um and uh, so let's think. And then in terms of longer range, I actually play Nalf quite a lot, um, ah. which I know is a it's a bit of a boring answer because Nalf <laughs> is obviously a mercenary. You can take him in most factions. But um, yeah, if you're I... a bit of a purist, you're like, oh, should I take a, merc- a mercenary now? <laughs> right. Yeah. So so I have an answer if you don't take Nalf. But I, I do think Nalf is the best choice. Um, the reason why I think that is because burst three multi-sniper is actually very reliable. Um he has MSV1, so he can shoot through smoke. Not very well, but he can do it if you need to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got AP if you need it. You've got double action for everything else. Um, and you've got mimetism, so you obviously, you know, a little bit. You're more likely to win that face-to-face role in the first yeah. place. So I, I really like him for that. If you don't want to take Nalf, uh, you take a Zyadan with an HMG, I think. Uh, they're about the same points. The HMG Zyadan gives you plus one burst, so he's better against the lighter targets and a little bit better in face-to-face rolls. Mm-hmm. But the problem is he lacks the AP, so against some tougher targets, he's just not going to get through. Yeah. 
Um, so, I, you know, either or. I have Because I'm a bit of a nerd and, you know, I have way too much time on my hands, I have checked the dice calculator as to whether now <laughs> for Zidan is better. And the answer is they're both about the same. Yeah. Um, and so I take Nalf because he's more flexible because of the AP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you could at least uh, threaten uh, anything that has high armor. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, and there, obviously there is a drawback to Nalf. Like the Zidane has regeneration and yeah. stuff, and Nalf doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. So there are other things to look out for. And but they're both viable choices for the long range cost. Yeah. Um, some spicier considerations I've been thinking about a bit, like the Hortlack. The Hortlack Genissary, um, ah. reasonably cheap AP sniper, might be interesting. I haven't run it, I don't really know, but I've looked at it a couple of times and thought it might be, might be okay. Um, and then, what else is there to talk about? Um, if you are running Nahabs, um, there is the Red Fury profile. Mm-hmm. Um, it overlaps a little bit with the Mukhtar as a kind of, you know, sort of forward deploying-ish um light infantry but the beauty of the nahab is you can parachute them in yeah um, and attack yeah. from the side so that's really cool as yeah. well yeah and then then uh, try to avoid that uh, that armor from cover and uh, exactly yeah exactly. yeah think yeah. and make a real uh, mess with the red fury yeah yeah definitely yeah that's that's one of the pieces that attacks really well from kind of different angles mm-hmm. yeah yeah i've i've, I've... I played a game yesterday against the Rama Rama Force mm-hmm. and uh, faced a Mukhtar who really, really, really wanted my uh, Bearpo dead, but just couldn't because yeah, strength thirteen shock. While I have armor eight in cover, uh, yeah, the bear just laughed. <laughs> yeah, I um, <laughs> I really do think the Red Fury has suffered a lot in yeah. the change from N3 to N4. Crits don't work the same way, yeah. and there's more armor around. Um, so uh, the controversial thing is that I actually don't take it that often, um, yeah. to be honest with you. I, I do prefer the viral rifle, um, mm-hmm. because that thing might have um, a little less punch in yeah. theory, but in practice, actually, there are plenty of units that have lower BTS than armor, and you can easily just exploit that. Oh, if uh, if I have to face a fire rifle or a red fury in uh, in, uh, in 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 Ariadna, where most of my BTS right. is just straight up zero, yeah, then the viral fire rifle is way scarier. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. also a really really scary suppressive fire piece. Oh yeah, with the mimetism, yeah, you, you, right. you in cover, you're already firing against minus nine. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's good. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else that's, 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 that we can say is the good about Hak Islam? Um, so I think I'd probably finish off by just saying what, one of the best things about Hak Islam is that it is a very flexible faction and it is yeah. very well-rounded. Um, and what I mean by that is that there's nothing that you straight up can't do in Hak Islam. Um, you don't have the highest tech, but you've got enough tech. You know, you do have MSV and things, for example. Yeah. Um, you don't have a lot of mimetism minus six, but you've got some. It is around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and whilst you might not have the fanciest tags, you still have decent tags. So it's just a really fun faction to play because if you want to run skirmishers, you can run skirmishers. But yeah. if you want to run some heavy infantry, you can do that too. And, yeah. you know, so it's it's really nice to experiment with different lists in hack. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been uh, I've been especially uh, since the assassins really got an uptick, and 
So there's some units like the Hassassin Nadir, the Hassassin Shei, Suye, I'm, 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 Yeah, the like the Shujay. Shujay. And uh, uh, Yara Haddad. I've mm-hmm. seen them uh, come in quite a, quite a lot uh, when I yeah. uh, play against Vanilla and Assassins. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I agree. Um, it's really interesting, actually. I've, I've been talking to a couple of people about this. That mm. um, The transition that Hackerslum saw from N3 to N4 was almost... It was kind of a bit of a blessing and a curse for the game. Mm. Uh, and what I mean by that is that in N3, obviously, you didn't have the order cap, right? So you would regularly see kind of 18 or 20 order hacker slum lists from some yeah. people, not everyone, but from some people. Um, and so they really lent quite hard into lots of Dilami, lots of Ghazi and things. And I know mm-hmm. people were obviously very frustrated with how the jammer worked in N3 because it was incredibly powerful. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I've, I've had situations where I was actually only fighting the Ghazis and the rest just yeah, to there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... The faction was quite frustrating, but it did have a definite like identity, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, you were fighting irregulars half of the time. Yeah. And so, in the change to N4, one of the things that happened was they obviously put the 15 order cap in, and they, you know, down-costed a lot of heavy infantry and tags. And so, what that did was it obviously made the irregulars a little less powerful, because you couldn't take as many of them. And the lower damage weapons like shotguns and jammers and things start to do a bit less because you're suddenly facing like BTS 6 or 9 or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and so what they did was they gave Hackerslam loads of really good gunfighters. Like you look at the Mukhtar, it's a great gunfighter. You look at the Asawira, it's an amazing gunfighter. Yeah. Janissaries went up to BS 14 for free. That, that just happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Moyibs went from BS 12 to 13 for free. Yeah. Um, another thing that just happened. And so... I think I laugh about it quite a lot because I think Corvus Belly kind of played a trick on people because people like, you know, oh, Hacker Slum's so good. They've got all these jammers. They really need to like be brought down a little bit. And they did. But then in return, they gave them like amazing gunfighters. Um, <laughs> and as, as a Hacker Slum player, I'm honestly really happy now. I'm yeah. really, really happy because I'm like, well, I don't care. Like, OK, jammers are worse, but look at my Mukhtar. Yeah. Right. Um you know, I've got a 30-point pseudo two-wound viral rifle with BS-13 and mimetism that forward deploys. How could I be sad? No, no in no way, shape, or form. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the faction has really changed because when mm. the emphasis on things changed from N3 to N4, Hackerslam changed as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've, 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 I've seen parallels going with with uh, with Ariana, who are also known for being, uh, uh, yeah, the the order faction, right? And uh, yeah, like like Hakaslam as well. I think we uh, we were too harsh on them in the beginning, yeah. Because yep. but once you look around, there's a yeah, there's for Hakaslam, there's a smorgasbord on, yeah, on these absolutely. strong gun units and uh, oh. Yeah, uh, especially I, all the all the, the like the, all of a sudden there's more hidden stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the, they're 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 stronger gunfighters, gunfighters that you really need to kill not only because the healing uh, is still yep. there in Huxlam, but also they regenerate on their own even if the, absolutely <laughs> if the healer yeah. can't reach them. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you really have to if you're if you're playing against Hakislam at least you really have to take into effect that uh yeah you, you got those irregulars to deal with you have to even if you think it's just a cheap uh uh, uh dalami of nine points why am i'm right. being so scared and like yeah but you cannot Definitely. you cannot ignore him uh, no no 
you have to respect everything yeah. and you know whereas before you might be mainly facing or fighting the Ghazi and the Dailami now you need to fight the Ghazi and the Dailami oh and Mukhtars are better than they were yeah, yeah oh yeah. and Nahabs are better and worse in different ways you know yeah. they've changed and Asawira are also better so the, the faction's si- <laughs> kind of cool now it's yeah. changed a lot yeah the situations where I've landed that I thought I was done with an Asawira over Zayadan and it just kept coming back two turns yeah. in a row oh man yeah it's really frustrating yeah. for people. I mean, the Asawira kind of has three wounds, really. Like yeah. you have to, you have to do three damage to yeah. it, basically, yeah. or it will possibly stand up. Yeah. Probably stand up. Yeah, most def- uh, in my case, it most definitely stands up. <laughs> in so, your case, a hundred percent of the time. A hundred percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, would you would you recommend Hackslam to uh, vanilla Hackslam to uh, to be, to beginner players? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really interesting question because in N three I would have said no, mm-hmm. um, because they were really tricky. Um, but in N four I would say yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, you can play a very straightforward game with Hackslam now, um, yeah. in a way that you couldn't before. Um, Ramar really changed the faction when the super soldiers came out. Yeah. Um, and now that we have like some pretty fancy heavy infantry, uh, yeah, I think I would recommend them. You don't have to go full skirmishers. You don't have to run on like jammers and Ghazi and things anymore. You can't. You yeah. don't have to do it. And so yeah, they they're more forgiving than they used to be. I yeah. think. And then from that point on, if you have to, if you played Hakislam straightforward, you can go and, and learn yourself the tricksy stuff. Uh, while, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, while, while you're while you're doing games. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think. That's one of the things for me. Um, my personal opinion is that Yuching and Hack Islam are the best factions to learn to play the game with. And mm. the reason for that, the reason I think that is because both of those factions have access to almost every single thing you can do in the game. Yeah. Um, if you want to try out tags, you can do it. If you want to try out skirmishes, you can do it. Heavy infantry, it's in there. Um, impersonation isn't in Yuching, but it is in Hack. Um, lots of good airborne deployment, good light infantry. It's all there. You get like a bit of everything. Yeah. Oh, very neat. Yeah. So uh, lots of good in uh, in in Hak Islam. So definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, if if you like the if you like the style and the aesthetics, just go for it and uh, have fun with it. Um, <laughs> but what is the the bad about? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go in that avenue. Um, so. I actually really had to rack my brain when I was thinking about this because I, I, you know, obviously I knew the first question most people ask is what's the good and what's the bad. And yeah. um, there isn't a lot that's really bad for Hack Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, so the bads aren't maybe as bad as they might be for other factions. Yeah. But there are a couple of things. Um, the first thing to note is that Hack Islam doesn't have amazing access to the highest technology. Um, so, for example, you don't see a lot of multi-weapons in the faction. Um, you'll see a multi-sniper on Nauf, but he's a mercenary, of course. And then aside from that, it's just, I think it's pretty much just the Megaraba, Maggie, the tag. Yeah. Um, can't think of much else. Um, the consequence of this is that... A lot of, lot of that, multi-weapons, so that you can yeah. pick your AP or shock. Ex- exactly. And so that's exactly right. The consequence of this is that AP isn't everywhere. You know, if you really want an AP gun, then you're kind of looking at shotguns which mm-hmm. are okay, but they're not going to do the job all the time, right? Yeah. Um, the Asawira, which has the AP Spitfire, but it also has Frenzy, and that can be a problem sometimes. It can be. Um, and, 
yeah, like a couple of other pockets here and there. Um, you've got the Azrael, of course, which has the amazing APHMG. However, the downside is it's not that good at winning face-to-faces. BS13, no mimetism, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like you don't have the fanciest guns on things. Um, you don't have any MSV3. So there's no, you know, like a kilo guards or anything like that. None no. of that. Um, there's not a lot of mimetism minus six and camouflage units. Um You've got one in the Tuareg. Um, you sort of have a pseudo one in the Nadir, which has hidden deployment, but it doesn't actually have camouflage. Um, no. So, for example, if you're looking for, like, uh, I don't know, um, a hack towel, like, yeah. you, you're not going to find it. There's no. no such thing as that in Hack Islam. Um, you're... I would say your units get a little bit less fancy as they move from light infantry to heavy infantry. Basically, light infantry are incredibly good and the heavy infantry are all a little bit... Not bad. Bad is the wrong word, but they're not like... They're not Aquila guards. They're not Swiss guards. They don't have all of the fancy tech. They come to a level of orcs and and, and yeah. in, 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 uh, and, uh, and and invincibles, but not yeah. uh, not like Aquila guards or, uh, or, or Hucktaus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's not that those units like orcs or or um, things are bad. It's just that they're just not particularly. They're not super exciting. They, you know? they do not stand out. <laughs> they have two wounds. They have some armor. They uh, they have some yeah. uh, they have some uh, uh, decent uh, firepower, and that's what you get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so consequently, another disadvantage is that I think the tags in Hackerslam are just okay. I wouldn't say they're bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't say they're really, really good either. Um, Maggie, the Magariba guard, um, is quite expensive. Um, it pays a lot of points for being a toolbox because it brings a lot of different things to the table. You can have mines, for example, yeah. or a rocket launcher, etc. It is quite good. But the, the problem is that if you're not using all of the tools, you're left with this kind of 85-point tag that's just okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and... What's the new one called? Oh, I, I, had a, I had a yesterday. Uh, I played against Axelam yesterday and and this week, uh, so that's good for the show. Uh, <laughs> I had someone do it like this dirty trick that the Magariba just shot shot through mine two mines yeah. just long range into mm-hmm. my deployment zone, and where all my impetuous my my Dinos and my Dynamos were ready to rush up, and they were like, okay, there are two mines now. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. And I had to cancel most of my. <laughs> of my impetuous just because of just slinging just a few mines uh downhill yeah yeah absolutely um i've had a riot show do that to me as well yeah. um because they have a mine dispenser and yeah. obviously um icadrons have baggage so i've I've had that done to me um i i think maggie's very good if you use all of the tools that it has yeah. it's a it can be a good tag but it's not like it's not an overwhelming gunfighter tag. It's yeah. like you need to kind of use the mines and use the HMG and and it's a bit risky. But if you have, you know, if you're paying for an ARO weapon, then maybe consider using that in the later turns when the enemy's lost a couple of orders as well. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. From all the tags that I've faced or, or used, I, I've mostly seen the Mahariba die horribly. Like not not making its points or uh, being out uh, outgunned or... Uh, uh, yeah. Or or, yeah. or or closed in and just just brought to uh, brought to uh, brought low by uh, by uh, just a few orders. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and like 
you know, you're paying for things like 360, which is kind of nice. But, you know, if you're a really experienced player, 360 isn't that useful, um, mm. that kind of thing. It's not bad, but again, it's not the best piece of equipment either. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's one of the things about Hackerslam. There aren't any things that are really, really bad, but there are a couple of things that I'd say, meh, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. That's it. You have, to, you have to hone your skill a bit to use a Margarita well. Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. do. You do. Mm, yeah. Any Anything else on the bad? Um, I think... So I've talked about uh, reasonably poor access to AP. Mm. Um, I've talked about the fact that you don't have the fanciest tools. The tags are just okay. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can't really think of much else. Um, yeah. I would say it depends Cause on the, your cause list. Because the, the bad, the, the bad things, like the, like you said, like you don't get the multi sniper or the regular sniper. But if you look at the cost of a model, it's also cheaper than any of the multi snipers. Yeah. Like absolutely in in, in 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 points and in SWC. <laughs> like there there are some snipers you can get for half an SWC. It's, yeah, uh, and that's not something that uh, other factions can pull off, others yes. than Ariadna. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sometimes it's actually a blessing in disguise, isn't yeah. it? Really. Um, one of the things I would say is that it's very common to see hackers lum lists that do have low armor values, mm-hmm. kind of across the board. Maybe one heavy infantry in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it obviously depends on how you build your list, but it's quite common to see this. Yeah. Um. And this does mean that um, they can fall over quite hard to chain rifles and things like that because yeah. you're just not going to pass your save that often. No. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially uh, templates on heavy infantry are terrifying because you can't just trade with them. You're not just going to say, oh, I'll shotgun you and you'll die. Um, they will come out of that better than you at close range a yeah. lot of the time. Yeah. But on the other hand, the light infantry that that uh, that Hakislam has, most are born with his shotgun, so yeah, they can tra- yeah, they're, trade they're quite well. They're definitely not yeah. bad. Yeah, 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 they're not bad. It's just um, if you get into a template versus template fight, you usually come out slightly worse because you'll have typically lower fizz mm-hmm. because you're light infantry, typically lower armor, and usually uh, either one wound. Or one wound and NWI, but you don't see two wounds around very much. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's actually one of the interesting points of the Shijay, that reasonably new unit, is um, that it's BS-13, Mimitism minus six, uh, four deployment. Looks like an amazing unit, but yeah. I just kept dying to chain rifles. Like, because it's, I think, armor one and one wound. Yeah. So if someone does get close, it just falls over, yeah. basically. Yeah, because it it can win the long range, and uh, oh man, I've been uh, I've been like blocked. I've played against Cobra Prime. He, you can ask him. The first game that I've played against him was, was like Starmada against his assassin, uh, assassins, and um, it was in such a way that he could see me everywhere. Should I move out of the biotech for? And he had all these hidden. Shays and Nadir, Nadir's ready with flamen spears and all the all, all that they can bring, and just blew me to pieces. Because any corner yeah. that I that I came came across, I was just a hidden unit just blow me to pieces. Yeah, um, I think I actually didn't mention this, but one of the good points of Hack Islam is um, 
They actually have amazing ARO presence. Yeah. I, I think they're one of the best ARO factions in the game. Yeah. Dilami are amazing. Nadirs are amazing. Shujais can be good as well, depending on the situation. Um, it's a really, really good reactive faction. Yeah. Yeah, I, lo- I my, my, my still my... My my nerv- my infinity nirvana is that I can do the objectives in active and kill my opponent in arrow. That's what I strive towards. And right. when when I played Cobra Prime and he just was just killing me in 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 his in his arrow like like so like to a point that I have only like three guys on the board. I was just in awe. I was awestruck yep. by oh is this is this is what what Hak Islam can do. Oh my yeah oh my definitely <laughs> yeah they're just can be really really powerful at times yeah um then Nadir has been such a blessing i mean i will say you know touchwood i'm not entirely sure we needed it but geez that that unit is so so good it's like a hidden deployed flamenspear sure yeah. i mean it's it's a mini noctifer isn't it yeah it's, it's a like mini a, no- yeah yeah for 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 less points and yeah maybe not as yeah it's a the missile launcher is a, is a pretty powerful one Mm-hmm. But just to uh, unload maybe one or two flamen spears might be enough to uh, to make it uh, uh, to make it yeah. so worthwhile. I mean, definitely. Like if someone's skimped out and taken the fire team of one heavy infantry plus four fusiliers, yeah, it's gonna <laughs> hurt, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> definitely. <clears throat> yeah, if you if you by chance have punched up a bit, yeah, then then you you will get punished by such absolutely. a unit. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, um, and. The thing that Hack Islam does really well is that they kind of force you to respect everything. Yeah. Like um, all the camouflage markers, you kind of need to respect because they're powerful. The ones that are mimetism minus three, they can't be Dailami because Dailami don't have mimetism, but mm-hmm. they could be hackers. And yeah. you've got to respect that, right? Um, hidden deployment. So if you see your opponent with 14 units, you know that they're probably playing like a hidden deployed hacker in a Tuareg, which is good, or mm-hmm. they're playing a hidden deployed Flamin Spear, which is also really, really good. Yeah. Um, you just, you need to watch every move you make against yeah. hack, and it's incredibly powerful to put your opponent on the back foot like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, scary. And, 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 even when you try to hide from things, there's still there can there might be a fide that can close in. Yes, and, yeah, and, absolutely. So it's can... like um, <laughs> if you play too conservatively and don't do anything, the fide will come at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you play too liberally and move out too fast, the dilami will come for you. Yeah. <laughs> there's no good answer. <laughs> no, no, there isn't. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, so uh, mm. let's let's go into uh, the ugly. Mm. Mm. What's so, the, yeah. So, I, I think that at the moment list building in Hack Islam is quite difficult. Mm. Um, it's really, really tough to build lists in Hack right now. Um, the reason for this is because a lot of your notable troops are irregulars. We've mentioned the Kumbikers, Ghazi, Dailami. You also have things like the Liberto, which is still plenty good. Mm. Um, You've got Hunzakut, which are like irregular skirmishers, basically, um, and a bunch of you know other things like that. You're probably including somewhere in the region of four to six irregular troops in most lists, yeah. something like that. And the problem is that there's the 15 troop cap. So yeah. in N3, where that cap wasn't there, you could just spam some regular orders and make up for it easily. Yeah. But now in N4, you're going to hit that cap very quickly. And the problem is then... You're left with 
you know, a bunch of one wound irregular dudes. And this is actually a really delicate situation because one of the best ways of playing against Hack Islam is if you just happen to take out a couple of their regular orders, mm-hmm. the Hack Islam player will quickly find that they're they're on one or two regulars yeah. and everything else is regular. And that's a horrible position to be in. Yeah. And then you cannot make those long moves towards the objective. Uh, yeah, yeah. You already need to be, as a Hack player, you already need to be where you want to be because it yeah. might be that after turn two or three, you do not have to spend the orders to make up for the distance that you... Still yeah, have absolutely. to an objective or what or, or what you have to accomplish. Yeah. So um, I played against D the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. He was on Mo, obviously, and I was on Hackerslam. And a really interesting thing happened where, with all of my AROs and Dilami and ideas and things, I really dominated the game on turn one. And then, I think he managed to push some Teutons forwards, like a couple of you know two wound dudes in the midboard, and they started trading and killed a couple of uh, regular orders. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, by the time turn two rolled around, I only had something like four regular orders in group one because they just managed to like get rid of the things that actually mattered. Um, And yeah, that that is something that can happen quite a lot in Hackerslum. You punch really hard initially, but if the opponent manages to remove exactly the right troops, you're left with not too many orders left and it can be quite difficult. Particularly, you know, if your opponent's combined army and they've got a specular or something, you can tear right through your regular order pool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's tricky. It can be quite tricky balancing that in lists. Yeah. Um, the other disadvantage of this as well is that there are so many great irregulars you want to include. Unfortunately, you're probably not going to be able to warrant a couple of them. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, let's say, for example, you're taking two Dilami, that's two, maybe a Ghazi, that's a third, maybe a Kumbiker, that's a fourth. Yeah. Do you really want to start taking maybe a Hunzakut for a fifth? It it's tricky. I've done it before. It, you know, it can work well. I'm not saying it's bad, but it can be tricky to fit everything in. Yeah. Um and so I've seen some chatter around, you know, on the Facebook groups and on the forums and people saying things like, you know, I'm just not taking Hunzakut anymore or I'm not taking Bashi Bazooks anymore because I hit the 15 troop cap and I just I, I can't have that many irregular orders. So I can't yeah. take these units that I used to be able to play. The, the Lamy's already taken. The, the Ghazis are taken. Uh, you're, you're, yeah. you're all still ready at five irregular orders. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you go six and I only have nine regular orders to spend. Yeah, and like imagine, for example, your opponent command tokens you then, you're down to seven, like, oh, it's just, it's not good. You really don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to be in that position. Um, I know, I, I mean, some people do play very irregular order heavy lists, and I think if you've got lots of command tokens and things, or you're playing Saladin, you can make it work. Yeah. But um, I think, what's the best way of putting this? The more irregular orders you run, the more brittle your list becomes. It, it becomes prone to snapping. And yeah. what I mean by that is, you know, let's say the opponent walks on, you know, an AD troop behind you and takes out three or four regulars. You've lost half your order pool. Yeah. That, that's it. It's gone. Um, yeah. Your list becomes, you have to become so meticulous in your play because it, it can't take any tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, I have to deal with a lot of uh, irregulars in Ariadna, and mostly I go down to for like, either is this unit going to reuse this irregular order anyway, 
anyhow. Like, mm-hmm. like that's how I, then my, my, my Irman Dinos just want to go forward to so that Irregular will be spent. And yeah. if it's the only order that will spend on him, that's fine as well, because he may, might end up in a situation where arrowing a, 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 a chain rifle is fine as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, then you, you have units like they're, they're, they're specialists anyway, so they're, they're already moving out. Yeah. Uh, to do uh, to do things, uh, but yeah, then you come to a point that if you take more irregulars, are you like the like the war core or uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, maybe a libertos that you don't did you want want in a spot just to be a nuisance? Like, mm-hmm. am I gonna spend those command tokens just to flip them? Yeah, but you absolutely. come to a point where <laughs> if you take too many irregulars and these units are mo- units that will not move or need more orders on their own to. Uh, really take an effect, and yeah, yeah, then yeah, I can understand the the, the brittleness of your list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It starts to become a little bit inefficient yeah. in some ways. Um, so that's definitely something that I'm seeing. Um, and I think the other thing that I'd say about Hackerslam that's a bit ugly is that um, I think I think the internal balance in the faction right now is a bit strange. Um, We've talked a lot about Mukhtar and the Habs, and some of those light infantry choices are just so fantastic that when you look at other picks like Moyibs or Govads or the Kawaridge, you know, the super jumping guys, mm-hmm. you kind of think, I just I just don't know exactly when I'd take these guys over the like cheaper and arguably better other choices. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you never would. I have spoken to a couple of people that do take these other options, but I'm saying that it can be really, really difficult to justify some of the troops in the roster because yeah. the the roster's already full of some really amazing choices. Um, and that means that, unfortunately, you're going to find that your list probably quite a lot has an Asawira in it, probably mm. has some Dailami in it, and it probably has a Ghazi in it. You know, yeah. And you keep going, you keep going, and suddenly you've filled up the list. Um and there's nothing wrong with playing the other options. It's completely fine. They're still good. But sometimes I feel like the problem is you you say to yourself, why am I not just running a Mukhtar instead? You know, if you're interested in playing like tournament games, so you're playing, you know, to win games, mm-hmm. then unfortunately the question comes up quite a lot is, you know, why am I not just playing this other thing that's a bit better? Or if you are choosing to go like if you want like let's go for the muyips and let's go for the gofats you're telling yourself maybe i'm not will not play vanilla but just go to a sectorial if i want to play these units to their full yeah strength. exactly yeah. exactly like why am i not just playing assassins yeah um yeah yeah i agree i agree um i would say this is a bit of a funny one to complain about because what i am essentially saying is like there are some really really good units in the faction that that's what i'm saying but mm. the downside is that when it comes to list building if you're a new player and you show a tournament player your list like they're going to make some really really predictable comments why aren't you running a fide why aren't you running an asawira why yeah. aren't you running uh an alhawa or a fajan or something why aren't you running two or three dilami like the feedback you'll get on most lists is exactly the same and yeah. that's a bit of a shame i think yeah, because because tri- I think still that uh, uh, surprising your opponent still counts for something, even yes, if the I unit agree. is 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 uh, lesser than the unit you you will you would like auto include. 
<laughs> but sometimes they can breed the surprising effect uh, uh, <laughs> you might need. Like uh, I'm talking about my dy- dynamos again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think there is something to be said. And you know, I, I've been talking to a couple of Hackerslam players, Persian, a few other people recently, and mm. actually, there are still surprises in the faction because. Um, because the Nadir is a really good hidden deployed unit, yeah. you can now run a 14-troop list, for example, and fake a Nadir. And people yeah. might not know, for example. So you can run tricks. Um, instead of running the Nadir, you might run a Nahab with parachutists instead. So, uh, although they are a little bit more expensive, so you'd have to fake out a camouflage marker or something to hide the points. Um, yeah. But I think... There is something to be said about running unconventional choices, and there are tricks and things you can do in Hack Islam, but equally, there are just a couple of units that are just so, so good. I find it really difficult to not just put them in most of my lists. Yeah. Um, and maybe this is a bit of a, a luxury thing to complain about. It probably is, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, it's still disappointing sometimes. Yeah, you got a big pool to choose from, so you can filter out the, the, what you exactly need. Yeah, and, yeah uh, absolutely. And, and get to the same result. And yeah, yeah, with those choices, the other choices being that good in other sectorials, you will, yeah. I see myself mm-hmm. rather change to a sectorial than stick with uh, vanilla. And uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, you know, if you want to run Govads or Mayabs, you're probably just going to go to Assassins. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Get some Morphe Day in and then you, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I find myself with Hakkas Lama, I'm, I'm chasing to another <laughs> to another sectorial when I'm making lists like, oh, <laughs> if, if I only bring one or two models more from a from a kind, I'm like, yeah, then mm. I want the, want the full experience from that uh, from that sectorial. Yeah, I, so I think for me, um, my Hack Islam lists are basically Assassin's Ramar lists. So I mm. run lots of Mukhtar and then like Asawira and Fides and Skirmishers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Hack Islam brings for me is the flexibility of running multiple guns in different places so they're not stuck in a fire team like yeah. they're spread across the board yeah. and then I still get a for day as well yeah yeah cool um, anything else to add to the ugly or uh... um, not really I don't you know I really don't think there's too much about Hack Islam that is too ugly um, as a faction they generally work well. They have a couple of weaknesses, but they're not huge weaknesses. There's nothing that you look at with Hackerslam and think, oh, you know, that's really not good. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen very much. It's no. just very flexible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, let's go to the another question that I have. Um, what has changed in your list from N3 to N4? Uh, and what makes it into your uh, what makes it into your list? Like what stayed in, what went out? And okay. which new things got in? Okay, so... Let's go to the what um, stayed in. What what stayed in my lists? Um, let's think. Well, I was playing Dailami before, and I'm definitely playing them now. Um, they got better, obviously, with the changes to Infiltration. Um, I think Inferior Infiltration disappeared, and it just turned into normal Infiltration. So <laughs> that was great. Um, so Dailami stayed in. Mm-hmm. Um some of the other iconic Hackerslum units, like Fidesz, stayed in. They're still really, really good. Um, I think that whilst their close combat's lost a little bit of punch against heavy armor, it's okay. You know, you can still prey on the weaker order providers. That's fine. Um, yeah. And then 
I think the skirmishes have stayed reasonably the same, and I'm still playing them in most lists. I played an Alhawa hacker in N3, and I'm definitely playing an Alhawa hacker in N4 because there's more to hack. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, a lot of the core of the list has stayed the same. Fides are still there, skirmishes are still there, Dilami is still there, etc. That kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and what went out? Um, so I think for a lot of people. Uh, Ghazi went down from a three to four of to maybe a zero or one of. So you you gained a couple of slots there. Um, mm -hmm. As I've said previously, Ghazi are still very good. They're good profiles, but they're just not as powerful as they were. So um, I run either zero or one. I like the Emirat profile, as I said, because I think a direct template with EM is fantastic. Um, mm -hmm. But they're just they're not as um, they're not as auto-take as they used to be, um, yeah. which is good, ultimately. And, you know, I think that's a good thing, to not have profiles you feel like you have to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else is gone? I think uh, a troop that you mentioned earlier, actually, was Jambazans. I think they've lost out a lot. Um, with the MSV2 Mukhtar, um, that's a reasonable replacement if you want to hunt light-armored targets. You know, so... What are you normally doing with MSV? Well, for me, I'm normally hunting camouflage markers in the midfield, yeah. and the um, the Mukhtar's better at that than a Jambazan anyway, arguably. Yeah. You know, um, I think that because MSV one can see through smoke, I sometimes smoke shoot with Nalf. I couldn't do that in N three. Now I can, and that means the Jambazan has a bit less use than it yeah. used to have. So I just. I haven't really played a Jambazan in N4. I, I haven't really ever wanted one, to be honest with you. Yeah, I still looked at him like uh, well, this 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 guy that, especially in my earlier years, uh, always made my list. Uh, still has like uh, like a re regeneration on the physic of thirteen, so he can he can come back <laughs> come back a bit. He yeah, also has I... a bit more armor uh, <laughs> than uh, than the other units. Yeah, I think I think it's a decent profile. It's not bad. Yeah. Um for me, I just find that for these um kind of pseudo long range units, you know, shooting up to 32 inches, you're usually taking shots across long fire lanes at yeah. whatever your opponent has less left exposed. Mm -hmm. Um and when you're playing against smart opponents, they either leave nothing exposed or yeah. they leave something exposed that has really high armor and can take the shots. Yeah. And so that's why the Jambazan lost some utility for me. Yeah. Um, but I think you, because... you, you want to go in and find it. Uh, you have to yeah, exactly, and exactly. Then, then, you then want the to hunt things out. Yeah, and then you rather have a Mukhtar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I think one of the things is is that the way my lists are played and the units I include have changed a lot as my game has improved. You mm -hmm. know because. When I was less experienced, I ran Jambazans all the time because I thought, oh, this is great. You know, it's got a long range gun. It's got MSV. It's super, super reliable in, in many ways. Mm -hmm. And then as I started playing against better opponents, they just leave me nothing to shoot. And I thought, well, this kind of isn't doing anything. You know, this is just a waste of 35 points. Yeah. Um, and so I started to switch more towards hunting units like the Mukhtar, which want to get closer and they can root things out of the difficult corners. Um, yeah. And having NWI and stuff is really valuable for that because you might take a chain rifle on the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. So, uh, which new things got in? Uh, so, 
I don't think this interview or or discussion would be complete without me talking about Zuleika <laughs> because she's just absolutely disgusting at the moment. Um, yeah, so the thing let, let's, changed... just, let's just go to the, her profile because yeah, uh, it's uh, kind of gross. Yeah, <laughs> and especially since there there was this FAQ like if if a pistol has more burst, does it also give right. more more in combat? And the answer was yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's so weird as well because you know, for all intents and purposes, based on what we've seen, this seems to be an intended interaction. You know, like they they have confirmed yeah. it's played this way. Um, so that does consequently mean that you have got um, you know a really really high burst in in close combat essentially yeah. with CC twenty two, and yeah. that's just very good because you get um, the breaker pistol with plus two burst. That's correct, yeah, yeah. Does it stack up with the CC attack of plus one burst? I don't believe you can stack burst bonuses, no. So oh, she's right. three. She's three. I think three is enough. Three is enough. Three is um, scary three already. Is, three, three is enough. Three is a luxury. Uh, a lot of very strong uh, close combat units do not have. And she Absolutely. Does... Yeah. Is yeah. She... Is um, she... is... Has she now turned into the best close combat fight? <laughs> because with the breaker pistol, so like... BTS through in in half. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you can make a convincing case for her to be uh, maybe the second best close combat unit in the entire game. Mm-hmm. Um, the only unit I'd put Zuleika behind is the Uberfall Commando in Nomads. Yeah. Um, because it has an inbuilt uh, like minus six to opponents' attacks or something, which isn't martial arts, so you can't use Natural Born Warrior to get rid of it. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. it. Ha- he has all the pupniks and stuff. Um, yeah, so she can easily bring so I, the more attacks with the pupniks, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think Zuleika is probably the second best close combat unit in, in the game. Um, yeah. The other thing that's worth mentioning is you do have a burst two explosive weapon as well. So if you are going against something that has a little higher armor, you can burst two explosive, that's fine. It's yeah. not just fine, it's great, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then obviously she brings her own smoke grenades, so she can get there as well. Yeah. Um, this is it's kind of a pattern in Hack Islam, right? Though you look at things like Dailami and look at things like Ghazi, you're paying virtually no points for incredible destructive potential, but your defensive profile is kind of garbage, right? So mm-hmm. Zuleika is arm one. Uh, I think dogged, but not you know nothing else. No. Dies very quickly to anything with shock. Dies very quickly. No, to, she has immunity you know, shock. Oh, she does have a means. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm actually talking rubbish. Okay, so she is reasonably <laughs> robust, but um, a general pattern is that like there are a lot of reasonably low armor, you know, kind of um, units that die quite fast, but can punch really, really hard. Um, and yeah, I, and when I, when she comes yeah. down to it, the choice is like she has these two light flamethrowers, she has uh, two burst breaker pistol. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's four shots in active for only eleven points. Yeah, I know. It's so silly, isn't 11? it? Eleven I you know, most of the time I actually find myself using that four burst breaker pistol at range. Because yeah. it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um I love assault pistols and this is like that, but a bit better in some ways. Yeah, because it goes against the BTS in half. Exactly. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh Zaleka's amazing. I don't really understand why they made this decision but hey they did and she's in my list now so there we go <laughs> yeah. um, 
so there's that. Um, I think I've spoken about Nauf as well, like the buff that he got from a burst two sniper in N3 to a burst three sniper in mm -hmm. N4. So yeah. I'm taking him quite a lot now. Uh, MSV1 is better as well than it used to be. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Um, in terms of hack Islam units, uh, the Asawera got a great buff. Um, Berserk changed. Very good CC as well. Spitfire changed to an AP Spitfire. Mm -hmm. um, now, I know that obviously the Asawira is better in Hassassins because you get rid of the Frenzy when he's in a fire team, but yeah. he's still very, very good in yeah. um, in normal Hack Islam, vanilla Hack Islam. Um, I think arguably one of the best lieutenant options in the faction because you're going to be using that lieutenant order a lot. He wants to be fighting. Um, yeah. If he goes down, he has a good chance of literally just standing back up again, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, he does necessitate chain of command, I think. Maybe some people would disagree with that, but you probably want chain of command if you take him. But um, uh, you, you, anyway, you don't want to yeah. get into the situation where your opponent is like, uh, oh, okay, I'm going to kill this unconscious model, and then you're out of lieutenant. So yeah, absolutely. If you, yeah, if you send him in from the front. Um, but wouldn't count I on think... it every time. Yeah, yeah, you can't, and it's yeah. a bit silly to do so. Um, but I think the Asawira is a profile that's fantastic in N4. Yeah. It had just the right changes to make it really good. Um, and, you know, sure. I've seen plenty of people say arguably too good when he can fire a team. Um, but yeah, I don't know, don't play mm -hmm. Assassin, so I can't comment on that. Um, and then we have to mention the new units as well. They're yeah. both very good. Uh, the Nadir is an amazing ARO piece. Yeah. Hidden Deployment and Mimitism minus six with a template weapon is great. Really good. Um, template from Hidden, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? You just can't really beat that. And, yeah. um, you know, if you ever struggled against fire teams, you don't now. No. That's, that's it. So um, Probably your opponent either doesn't know and goes in and... And, and, and gets punished for it, or he do he does know, and he's trying to every move that he makes be spread out as much as he can. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Or like you know, yeah. waste loads of time throwing smoke, for example, just yeah. to make sure. Like that's fine. I take it either yeah. way. Um, so that's the Nadir is fantastic. Um, I've been testing them a lot, and they can be mixed. But it's the same with Noctifers, isn't it? You know, sometimes you hit and it's great. Sometimes you miss. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's, it's that's fine. Happens. Yeah. Um, and the Shujay is another profile I've been experimenting with. BS-13, Mimitism minus six, so a great gunfighter. Um, nice toolbox profile. I think one of them has mines as well and a couple of other things. So that's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, good active turn piece. Kind of the opposite of the Nadir because a little bit weaker defensively because the Nadir obviously has hidden deployment, which is great. Uh, the Shujay doesn't have any kind of way to be a marker or get off the board so mm -hmm. it can fall over quite quickly to chain rifles but i think it's better in the active turn so they're yeah. kind of like mirror images of each other in yeah. some ways um i'm enjoying both of them i think they're both really interesting profiles yeah they they, they, they surely brought something that uh that uh uh has has, has lacked <laughs> or had just fair few of mm -hmm. so it's yeah a absolutely inclusion yeah and this I was really surprised why. when uh, by them when I uh, faced him for the first time. So like, oh, this is some some bogus that uh, that uh, Argus Lam can pull off. Right, <laughs> absolutely. I think this is 
what I was saying about the fact that Hack Islam has changed a lot in N4, you know, we suddenly have a bunch of BS12 or BS13 dudes with mimetism running yeah. around and, like, it's just really good. Like, yeah. you can kind of do your best pano impression. Well, it's not <laughs> a very good pano impression, but it's a reasonably good gunfighting yeah. impression, yeah. you know. <laughs> All right. Mm. Uh, 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 any, any other new models? Like, uh, the, the, it has been predicted that this would be uh, the 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 edition where tags would show uh, <laughs> show up more, like mm-hmm. we ha- and there is like the second tag, the Shakush. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Does he make your list? Uh, do you have you have you tried him? Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I I wouldn't feel like fully comfortable talking about the Shakush because I haven't tried it. Um, ah. It's an interesting profile. Um, I have my eye on the AP Spitfire as a damage 15 Spitfire, but I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't really know which one I'd go for, and I haven't run it. Um, I think it... I'm not sure. I, I'm i neither impressed nor disappointed with the Shakush. I think it's just okay. Does yeah. that kind of make sense? Um, yeah, it's, so, it's, it's, yeah, I'm it's not armor sure. six, three wounds, and you, you yeah. pay like 58 points for it. So it's, exactly. it's not expensive. Exactly. It's No. It's not the best armor tag around, but you see it yeah. back in in the price that you have. But it yeah. is a way to get a little more AP in. Definitely, yeah. definitely. It's one of the ways of doing that. In fact, I think the problem I have with the Shakush is the overlap with the Asawira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because the Shakush uh, brings tactical awareness and a regular order. The Asawira probably brings a lieutenant order and a regular uh, order. Yeah. Um but obviously, the Shakush has, you know, like structure three, which is good, and it has arm six. So I think it's interesting. I just, yeah. to be perfectly honest with you, I'm not a big tag player. I've never really run tags that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in 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 the hack Islam, you kind of don't have to. So it suits me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good to know, um, good to know. Yeah, but yeah, no. I, I mean, I don't think it's a bad profile yeah. or anything. I just haven't really run it yet. Yeah. Any any other dark horses in the in the in the in Hakislam, in Hakislam that uh, people should uh, should try? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the Nahab is a bit underloved, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one profile in particular that a lot of people are talking about. Um, I'm actually just going to see if I can find the Nahab quickly. Uh, yeah, there it is. Um, so everyone's very excited about the Nahab with D charges because you can berserk and then use the D charges to blow something up immediately. Yeah. Um, and I agree, that's you know a really good use of the Nahab. I think that's great. However, I think one of the darker horses is the Killer Hacker. Um, mm-hmm. The reason for that is if you just use the Nahab to impersonate itself, it's much easier to reach close combat in the first place. And yeah, there's nothing true. wrong with a viral CC weapon, right? It's still oh, no. pretty good. So um, I think that profile is a bit of a dark horse because it's not as exciting as the D-Charges, but I think it's more reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something to be said in my eyes for reliability, basically. Yeah. Just land somewhere where you where you aren't seen. Spend another order to exactly. go into uh, into uh, bop off accounting mode. Right, exactly. And, and then uh, you can just walk up to something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, jump into bits. Yeah. 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 Um, I always feel scary a little bit. Yeah. yeah, really scary profile. But I feel a little bit. Um, uncomfortable trading away like kind of 35 ish points for no reason or Mm. or just trading it so i like that killer hacker because you can um 
you can cyber mask basically yeah. so you don't have to die that's yeah. great right um yeah you could for example just use the cyber mask to get behind someone right yeah. and then just walk in the back instead yeah easy stab yeah exactly <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think that's a really cool profile, and I know it's not as exciting as four armor sayers with D charges. Um, if you <laughs> assuming you crit, but yeah. I I just like the reliability, basically. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I've, I had a, a very scary proposition yesterday, where my opponent uh, spent a lot to lay some smoke in my deployment zone and just run in the hub up to stab my lieutenant veteran Kazakh. With a viral Ooh. close combat weapon, mm. and I, I survived because I made uh, he critted and I made three three viral oh, saves. No. Amazing! <laughs> so it was like uh, he run he run down the minefield like four mines and and dodged them all <laughs> and 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 took shots from a from a, 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 a no no ranger in suppressive fire <laughs> and survived it. And then when it pushed come to shove to stab my lieutenant, I make all my armor saves. It was that's amazing. Very that's glorious. glorious. But it... <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. That's really funny. It would have yeah. gone very very wrong if I didn't make any of those armor saves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I will, um, not, I will, I will not underestimate the hub, and I will definitely say, yeah, people should should try them out. And what you yeah. say about this killer hacker only makes him more scarier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because. You know, the viral close combat weapon is plenty good enough. It, yeah. It's really fine. You don't need the D charges if you don't, you know, want them. Yeah. Um, it's okay. All right. Uh, what are you still eager to try out? Um, so, I think there are a couple of things that I've been thinking about that aren't necessarily good, but I'd be quite interested in trying. Mm -hmm. um, so, I think one of the things that I want to try as a strategy is actually running a more straightforward hack islam list because mm -hmm. now we've got the janissaries with bs14 we've got better asawiras we've got muktars um I, I mean i guess the argument is why don't you play ramar which maybe i might try that but <laughs> i think that there is a lot of bs13 and bs14 going around so i'd be curious about running a hack islam list that doesn't have as much camouflage and just yeah. does something else you know maybe i take the the shakush right the new yeah. tag just play around with it and see what i can do with perhaps i don't know um saladin plus uh a tactical awareness moyib plus a shakush and just see like you know what i can do with some decent gunfighters and a bunch of regular orders yeah um it, i think that's kind of cool um i don't to be perfectly honest with you i don't think it will be as strong as running you know the fides and all the skirmishes but it's interesting that it's a choice yeah it's an option to use yeah exactly yeah absolutely like uh mm. any 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 yeah the, 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 that those are the profiles you like to test uh any any synergies you see that yeah. that, that, would, that would be nice um so i've actually so there's a bit of a story to this one when i first started playing n4 um i should probably preface this by saying um i played a lot of n4 um because we've all hopped over to tabletop simulator and i'm playing loads of games on tabletop yeah. simulator so when i started i was running an asawira lieutenant mm -hmm. and i was running a farjan chain of command to make up for it yeah um I moved away from this quite quickly because I think the Farjan with a rifle is just so good compared to the Farjan with a shotgun. I just really like the rifle profile um, mm. because I think a BS-12 skirmisher that 
starts in the midboard um, with a rifle is arguably more useful than than a shotgun, especially when everything else has a shotgun anyway. You know, the yeah, 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 yeah. Have, if, if you ever already uh, were spoiled for choice to to make cheaper right. trades with cheaper units. Yeah, to exactly. shotgun, you rather want something that can uh, do some yeah. mid range fighting. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. So when I moved away from that Farjan profile. I lost chain of command and I didn't feel very comfortable running the Asawira as a lieutenant anymore. Mm-hmm. So I switched to a normal profile and I started running a Barid, Assassin Barid's lieutenant. Mm-hmm. And I noticed um, a potential synergy with the Hunzakuts because they have repeaters. Yeah. Um, so more recently, I've been testing out a kind of more hacking focus list that has wow. um, it has a Mukhtar hacker, which is... Maybe a bit of a weird choice to some people, but I love the fact that they're BTS 6 and have mm-hmm. whip 14. I think yeah. they're good enough hackers for the points you pay. I mean, you get a decent gunfighter and a decent hacker in one, and I yeah. think that's cool. Yeah. You take the Hunza cut for the repeaters, so you've got repeaters in the midboard, and you've got a Bereed lieutenant. You can spend his lieutenant order to fire pitchers, which I think is a really useful thing to be doing in N4. Um, yeah. And... You can run a really nice hacking network list. Um, yeah. I've only run the list a couple of times. Uh, I've kind of enjoyed it. It's quite fun. Obviously, Spotlight is amazing now. Um, and it's just taking my hackers line in a slightly different direction. And I think it's worth people testing out um, yeah. because hacking is really, really good in N4. Um, and hackers Islam can do it quite well. Yeah, and even if you go, got those on the board and you were like, your opponent is, aha, I don't have many killer hackers to deal with. All of a sudden, this Nahab killer hacker comes up. Yeah, absolutely. And starts to use those repeaters as well. Yeah, so you can create a really, really nasty list out of this, definitely. Yeah. Um, so it's just interesting, you know, when I pivoted away from the Asawira Lieutenant and had a look around, I decided that the breed seems kind of cool. And that synergizes yeah. nicely with a couple of the other pieces. Yeah, because I was looking at the birds, and I'm like, what what you're getting? Like this pitcher, like the uh, killer hacker or, or lieutenant hacker. It's it's mm-hmm. not that expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, BS12 as well. I mean, it's it's plenty good. And I then think. with the Hunza Kutz, you have a very cheap, very cheap uh, hacker network in, a, in, in, not, in not, with with three units. Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And then yeah, then the most expensive one is probably the Mokhtar. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. even that's, uh, yeah. I think, 30-ish or something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not expensive. Um, and have a, quite a nice network uh, for, for not that much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Um, I haven't made up my mind about whether I'll do it long term, but it's mm. definitely been quite an interesting way to play. Yeah. And and, and, and are there other synergies that you want to test? Um, I think generally I'm not a massive synergy type player i tend to just play like reasonably straightforward lists like the units i take are just strong units like mm-hmm. the muktar for example however yeah. one of the things i do want to play around with a little bit is um the thing i spoke about earlier where um you know you swap the nadir that people are starting to expect with something else yeah. you know like in the ab um and that's particularly interesting because you are playing around experienced opponents that kind of think they know what you're going to bring but then you don't bring it and that's a really interesting proposition and that's been made possible because people are like oh you know hack islam is going to run a 25 point hidden deployment dude and you don't have to Mm -hmm. there are no rules saying you need to do that um so (laughs) it 
might be an interesting thing to kind of do that. And so Hackerslam has quite a lot of synergy with like hidden information stuff. You can always adjust your camo markers to be more or less expensive to hide things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any, any, any strategies or tactics you want to try out? Um, you already mentioned the, the, the more, more straightforward towards the, yeah. More, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I'll definitely like start playing some tag lists just to see how they work. I think the Shakush is really interesting. It's not too expensive. It is a decent gun. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to try that out. Um, I, but yeah, like I, I haven't made any kind of big long-term decisions about it. I'm reasonably happy with my list right now. And the mm -hmm. only things I try are kind of more tests you know like testing the shakush just to see what it can do or testing more airborne deployment to see what that's like and that yeah. kind of thing yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, probably i think from what what you're saying a cheap a cheap hacking network next to a tag uh, and some mm. airborne deployment uh i think that would be fun to play yeah definitely it could yeah. be quite effective couldn't it um yeah. It's quite a solid core to a list already, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. Mm. And obviously, you've got those WIP 14 engineers as well. That's oh, the thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you are not hard done by there. No. Yeah. You can keep it all alive and working. Right. Yeah. So uh, any any final thoughts you have on uh, on Hakislam? Um, I think I'd just end by saying, you know, I think... Hackerslam is definitely among the most flexible factions in the game. I think they're really fun to play. Mm -hmm. um, as much as I spent some time complaining about how lists all end up looking kind of similar, that's not true if you want to test things. You can run tags if you want to run tags. You can run lots of combat jump or airborne deployment. Yeah. You can run lots of camouflage. So that's the thing that I love about Hack. You know, yeah. Even if you think you're comfortable with a list, there are always a couple of new things you can try out. And that's that's a really nice thing about the faction. I love it. So if you fell in love with a certain unit because of its looks or how it appeals to you, just go with it because you probably can uh, make it work in 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 Hakislam. Yeah, like hand on heart, there are only one or two units in Hakislam that I genuinely don't like. Um, and one of those units is actually quite good, so it's it's fine. Like you can make <laughs> most things work in yeah. Hakislam. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, thanks, Ollie, for all or your all your wisdom as the man on the mountain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I already get uh, get pumped up to uh, to try out more Hackerslab and uh, and see what I can do with a cheap ha a a hacker network or yeah or or a scary Nahab uh, killer hacker or or some of the tags. Uh, oh man, yeah. It's, uh, I yeah. It's uh, never underestimate Hackerslab uh, either if you when you play with it or um, if you go against it. That's what yeah, I definitely. Take, that's what I take away from this uh, from this conversation. Yeah, um, <laughs> expect all the different strategies, right? Expect everything. Expect everything. Yeah. Be prepared yeah. for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Any any shout outs you uh, would like to do? Uh, I think I just shout out to D. Uh, mm. You know, like thanks for organizing Raoul. Um It's been super interesting and really fun and i just love all the content that people are putting out and i think it's amazing so yeah thanks yeah 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 our, our glorious leader uh yeah absolutely <laughs> made a lot possible by uh, organizing monthly 
uh, uh, monthly uh, uh, tournaments. Uh, there's still some things cooking up, like we we're gonna try some narrative tournaments and uh, yeah, no. and and more more. I'm I'm being set on making more custom missions, so we divert yes. a bit from uh, from ITS. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and the and the and the by now the team. Um, uh, the, the 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 team uh, tournament human edge will either be wrapped up or is wrapping up. So, yeah, just uh, about I think. Yeah. yeah. So mm. uh, much of fun stuff in the future for sure. Um, so Ollie, uh, yeah, I uh, thanks for for coming on the show, uh, for being one of the Whip Twelve guests uh, <laughs> from our uh, yeah from our inner circle uh, within uh, within the raw uh, uh, I'm I'm very looking forward to all your uh, new YouTube content all those videos that you make and uh, especially if we can do some chess like puzzles that's one I'm really uh, really looking forward to yeah it sounds really cool and I'm looking forward to it um, thanks for having me on it's been great and yeah I'll speak to you later all right and uh, listeners uh, thanks for listening and until next time Thank you.